Well, grab a seat, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right, welcome to Flip and Friends. But since my original co-host is back, we the flip again today, baby. All right, we going back in the days with this one. All right, of course, I have the executive producer of Flip and Friends, Ryan Bukovetsky. Follow him at Ryan B. Ski or Ryan B. Ski 1 on Instagram. You have J.F. Kessner. That's Jason Kessner at the bottom of the screen with us. And coming back, the man, the myth, the legend, my brother, my Cody. All right, we spent a lot of time in the joint together. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of time in the joint together. All yes. right, we have Demaz. Follow him at Demaz One, but because of his shirt and those nice shades today, he is going by Haitian Jack as we create another character for D, Dirty D, Bibby, now Haitian Jack. As, it, as it's currently uh, on the board there, I think it actually would be Haitian Jacques because there's no... Yeah. No, 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 that, that's, 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 that, no, no, no. That's, yeah, that's, leave, it, leave, it, leave it just like that. Right. <laughs> and French as well, so Haitian Jacques. Before, before we joined the show, I had mentioned that uh, we were going through a lot of stuff talking about an upcoming trip for Dee's birthday. The Tudaloom. What's, what's, where's the place called? Tudaloom. Tudaloom, everybody. Tudaloom, everybody. Tudaloom. Tudaloom. He wants to go to work out in. Tudaloom. Tudaloom. Tulum, because he wants to go like those those Instagram models and work out in that prehistoric gym of theirs. So it's that's why we're doing. He can cry if he wants to. Hey, I thank guess. you, man. The I'm big getting two photos. I'm getting two photos, and then it's back to the resort. Uh, Ryan, I hope you don't plan on staying in that One, gym that long. Okay. It's time to go. It's not there for that. <laughs> But um, I was talking about that I've been watching the Sportsman, uh, the network, for like the last three and a half days, and it's nothing on there but guns and ammo and white-tailed deer is getting shot up and hit with arrows, and that I plan to probably go hunting uh, sooner or later. Um, and D said, am I going to go hunting for a deer at the Dan Ryan Woods or something? But this is a problem. I don't know. 103rd and a bitch Ford. But see, this is the problem. I don't think you should be wasteful. So that's part, part partially like I don't want to I don't want to hunt something I'm not going to eat, right? Or at least partially eat some of it, right? I was going to so say I, you better be eating that thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't have 103rd deer meat. Oh, I was going to say you want you do you want city you want city deer meat? You no, want, I don't. I can't have city. You that, want can't have that, you that want pigeon, that country not fresh that, meat? Yes, not that pigeon deer meat. I can't have that trash can. <laughs> and that's like, and you're talking about 103rd and a Bishop Force. Those things are right off the dumpsters. The, those they landfills, are. right? They are. Those landfill deer. You want me to eat that landfill deer meat? I can't eat that. Right. He wants that grass fed. He's being a little bougie about it. Why is that deer eye bigger than the other one? <laughs> it's brownfield deer. I thought horns are supposed to be on the head. <laughs> You know, like this this rancid deer meat you trying to this venison you trying to feed my family with. Hey man, I'm I'm just saying, brother. I just see them out on the day on the Bishop Ford all the time, laying out there. So if you want to go get them, listen. I saw a coyote uh, walking down ninety third and South Chicago. Mm. Just just walking yeah, down make, the street. Make, That's I just right. saw one the other day yeah. too. Well, you, you in Arizona. Arizona. You in Ryan, you should see it. <laughs> it's the natural habitat. It was the biggest coyote I've ever seen. Yeah, How they, big was it? Yeah. Oh, it looked it looked like a husky. Yeah, but bigger. I would say a little bit bigger than a husky. You saw one. How close <laughs> were you to it? Too close. <laughs> I was on the bike, so I was confident that I could get away from it. Jeez. All right. 
You ever seen a dog react to a bike? I know, right? I don't know. I, if you be, I, uh, I, I don't like the slip around on my logic. The point is the coyote, not, not my logic around the coyote. <laughs> did, it, did it seem like it was going to come after you? No. Okay, it was no. too busy. No, they it usually like stay it was just looking for trash, basically. Yeah, they stay away from humans. They don't mess with humans unless you unless you walk up on them. Unless you try to put them in your house while your husband's on a business trip. There's like an ongoing internet meme about people, and specifically in Chicago, like housewife ladies, like being like, this dog's torn up on our couch twice since you've been gone. And the husband comes oh, home. Yeah. It might be a little bit of an urban legend, but like, and people goofing off on the internet. But yeah, look. No, you know what? Actually, like, I remember uh, a story Salma Hayek told. Uh, actually, my wife showed it to me. And uh, she was like, you, you got to watch. You just this. totally took me off in another direction. We were talking about coyotes. All of a sudden, now I can't focus. Oh, well, I'm mean, selling my height. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> she, wait a minute, hold on. So she brought in these dogs, She what she thought was dogs, but they end up being coyotes. She really, high yes, she really thought they were dogs. And she How was like, do I not know that story? Hey, man, listen. Random tricks in Lincoln Park. Everybody don't know what's going on in the streets. She thought it was a dog. She brought it in the house. She was like, oh, shit, it's a coyote. <laughs> so it's something along those lines. Huh? Then what did she do? What did she do? She got it. I mean, What's she, she got it up by the helpers. She, if she was feeding them, there was my house. She was feeding them or something, but she thought they were dogs. <laughs> thought they was dogs. And they, you know, it's like, no, nah, baby, those are coyotes. And speaking Man, of also, hold on. Those coyotes do anything to Selma. No. We're just going to exterminate them all. <laughs> Wait a minute. Speaking of Selma High, we went to a wax museum and uh, I took a picture with the wax uh, Selma High. So I'm just going to. I was gonna say oh, earlier, D. You, you were probably you jealous can, of that coyote. I'm, 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 like, send it why could I be the dog right that she takes in? Yeah, send it to I'll, I'll send it to you right now. Oh my god, he's over here just with Selma Hayek on the brain. <laughs> well, I, my wife's just like she. Uh, she knows like you like a creep, so I said, okay, I ain't gonna put it down. But uh, Ken, <laughs> I looked a little creepy. <laughs> what the fuck were you doing to that damn wax chicken? <laughs> like, they watch your pants down. You right. with this. this is getting too graphic for the clip. Oh, oh my God. My, little, so my baby cousin, my he's about uh, five. All the women, wax, wax, he was like grabbing the tookish. Oh, blowing them kisses. Oh I didn't see it. I, I, but I saw her pictures. They was like, man, uh, he was in there kind of. Kind of handsy, aren't you, little fella? Oh, uh, kind of handsy. I mean, I'll, I'll send you over. Take it after Uncle Dirty. But <laughs> well, real quick, you so look, you went, you went to the Smoky Mountains this past weekend. Tell us about yeah. that day, real quick. Man, listen, um, I just sent y'all the pics. Um, it was cool. It was cool. Uh, nine hour drive, something that I I hate to do. I don't like. I don't like long drives anymore. Man. I'm with you totally. Uh, my old my older years uh upon me and uh, I hate oh, the long man. drives. So uh but other than that, it was cool, man. We had a big cabin up in the Smoky Mountains. You say you gotta have a floor nice. in the front one before you could use that excuse. That cabin looked nice. There it is. Thank yeah, you. Oh, that cabin looked that cabin did look nice. Yeah. The, ca- the uh the cabin was sweet. It was um six bedrooms, six baths, inside pool. Uh, pool table, jacuzzi, game room, three theater room. Nice. It was sweet. It was sweet. How the much was it? Like, I, I don't even know, man. We just gave some money mm. to my mama. So she was like, hey, <laughs> do this. I was like, all right, here we go. Because was was, this was supposed to happen because of the pandemic. Last year, me and the missus and the little one was supposed to be in San Francisco the same week mm-hmm. as my people being down there in Pigeon Forge. 
Pigeon Forge, um, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. That's the birthplace, the hometown of Dolly Park. So, uh, oh, oh, shout yeah. out to Dolly Parton. We love home. Yeah, my 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 birthday sister, uh, Dolly Parton. Um, but uh, but no, we were supposed to be. Well, we were supposed to be in San Fran. It's supposed to be down there. So, me and the missus are going to Hawaii in about three weeks. So this trip opened up with the family, and uh, they was like, "Yeah, come on." So we hopped on down, and so we rode on down, man, down there, man. Only thing that kind of sucked. I never, I never drove that far southeast. Like I went to Nashville, right? You go through the mountains. Going to Pigeon Forge, you really go through the mountains. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go a little more east. I think he, I think he was like almost on the border of um, North Carolina. South Carolina, North, North, Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the mountains were serious. Driving, big rigs, eighteen rigs on the road, man. Raining, that wasn't cool. You know what I'm saying? So I'm kind of like having to kind of like lean, lean back a little bit. Uh, because of the big trucks, but other than that, man, riding through the mountains, man, never want to do that again. So, real quick, I hate it. I hate it. I hate, I hate it. it too. Am I the only one who likes distance driving? I, I hate it. I, I can't. I don't like it. I don't like driving through the mountains. Don't like it at all. The next time we go, I'm like, listen, we flying. So I'm talking about flying into Knoxville, which I have cousins down in Knoxville too. So I can like kick it with them for a little bit. So mm-hmm. fly to Knoxville, run a the car, then drive over. It's only like 40, 45 minutes away. So it's a lot closer. So I'm like, I do that. I paid a little extra bread. I'm not for this drive. Mm-hmm. But man, we got, we was leaving, I think from the wax museum and all the other stuff we was doing. And um, you know how Google maps or whatever like that, it, you know, go through the navigation, they have you miss all the, the traffic. So I got my mother and my grandmother in the car with me. Oh my, and my old man. My mother and grandmother are wrecks because it's like, I don't like this. I don't like these mountains. I don't want to be here. My grandma like, I don't like this vacation. I want to go. <laughs> she liked, she was like, oh, I guess it ain't that bad. But when we first got there, she's like, I don't like this. I don't like these mountains. So the uh, we going back to the cabin. The GPS had me go a back route. So <laughs> literally, dude, I'm like, go this back route. I have to tell them, please, like, be quiet. Like, listen, just shut up. I'm trying to drive. Be quiet. Right. I hate telling my grandma I'm trying, to, I'm trying to focus, Grandma. I will hope you. I hope you do hate telling your grandma. Shut up. I love it. Be quiet, lady. Be quiet. <laughs> so, dude, I bust no, a right. Be aware of that is behind the wheel. Wait a minute. I bust a right, and literally right next to the truck, no gate, no nothing. A gigantic, fucking uh, Clydesdale horse. What? All I see is the back of a horse's ass. Literally, a horse's ass. <laughs> I'm turning, and I'm like, what? What the hell? I thought it was a cow. I'm driving like, man, that's a damn horse. I said, oh, shit, where am I? So, so I, I, they, they literally took me on the back roads. Dude, I was going about a good 15 miles per hour when I should have been. Everybody down there used to driving these roads. You supposed to be doing 25. Uh-uh, I ain't messing with it. A straight cliff going into the ditch on the right side of me. I'm like, no, I can't do this. All the, Also, I could miss the traffic. I would have kept my black ass in the traffic. I ain't trying to drive on these mountains and these roads. So... That was kind of interesting. But other than that, man, we had a good time. It was about 25 of us out there. We all had different cabins, whatever like that, across, uh, around. We wasn't all right by each other, but kind of spread out a little bit. But it was cool, man. The, the views, man, the mountains are beautiful. If you ever get a chance to get down that way, man, it is it's gorgeous. I, I, I got me some moonshine. Uh, that felt that was good. I had a little, a little sip of that. Uh, but it was a good, relaxing Commercial vacation. moonshine or illegal moonshine? Oh, I wasn't. I ain't, I'm not trying to go blind, Ken. You know? Okay, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Wait, wait a minute. I, went, I went to the Kroger's. Now, check this out. I didn't know this. I know it's one Kroger in Chicago. 
over on 95th Street, back up by uh, Oakland. But I went to the Kroger's. I'm like, man, I want to give me some moonshine. Like, all right, you know, I'm sure they sell something. They don't sell hard liquor in the Kroger's. I'm like, where's your whiskey? Well, the lady was like, we don't sell that. We sell very expensive wine. I said, I want to say, half of you in Tennessee. Where's the whiskey? Where's the whiskey? So, but uh, she was like, well, it's a distillery across the street, but you better, I don't know about that, but you better just find something you get back home. So I just did a, a, a quick Google search and found the, actually a, a moonshine, like a legal, nice mm-hmm. moonshine uh, distillery, like two minutes away. I took my grandmother to go shopping for a second. So you want to go shopping when she's out there. So I took her over there to go shopping. I found the distillery. So uh, next time y'all come over, I got some white lightning, 120 proof. I got some rattlesnake whiskey. I think that's the brand name of it. I don't know, but that's like 90 proof. And I got some coffee flavored moonshine. A little mm. something. A little, a little, a little, a little taste. Be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So y'all can get well, the 120. You're supposed to mix. You're supposed are to mix you? the 120. Are you? Yeah, you are, but I don't. I didn't, but you are supposed to mix the well, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I'm just going to I'm just gonna drink it. And you're not supposed to use Q-tips Haitian, in your Haitian ears either. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Wait, what'd you say, Ryan? You're not supposed to use Q-tips in your ears either. But if you're not using it for that, what the F are you using it for? I saw a lady with a Q-tip now in her mouth works. driving the car one day. Is that, was that nasty? Yeah, she had a Q-tip yeah, in her nasty. mouth. Yeah, that's nasty. Yeah. Unless yeah. she was like, something was bleeding in there and she was trying to soak it up. Yeah, she had a Q-tip. Right. I saw the other end. On the go DNA go. test? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta see if I got uh, corona. Gotta prove this child is his. Oh, man. Ooh, but yeah, man, ooh, the vacation wow. was great, Ken. Vacation was great. But, that's good. So let's kick it off. All right. A funny dad. This is from In the Know. A funny dad has gone viral for jokingly destroying his son's first house. The TikTok is cracking up. Go ahead, Ryan. Let that one run. Slam dunking, tanger, and shots with LeBron. Told niggas keep it Carmelo, okay? Roll past Dave, told him hello and hey. Me and Cass and something old on 23's old back window. Save my my melody, Joe. Skateboarders grind, I grind too. That's why you can catch me. In- you know, I didn't notice that when I first watched this video, there was so many inmates in that song. I still uncomfortable now. I know, I've noticed that too. <laughs> I said, what, the, what, what did you find here? What was you? Are you sneakily trying to disrespect us? I guess I got to read it for you, too. I didn't know how. I thought I just had to send you the story. Wait a minute. Hold on. Make sure to, to type them out, too. Wait a minute. This is a question. Ken is the only one all he has is a son. So, Ken, will little, will little Ken get his house? Are you going to go over and just fuck it up one day? Just like no. turn over the tables? No, it's I mean I'm gonna to definitely I'm definitely gonna leave some dishes on the table. Um and like yeah, you know, I may do something like that. I mean he's gonna have to serve me now. Know that. It's, I'm not gonna lift a finger. <laughs> no, you came out of my balls. 
(laughs) Exactly. No, I wouldn't do that to my son's crib. Like, I'm supposed to be trying to break him up, not break him down. Of course, now that was clearly the dude. The dude is his name is Chris Clough. It was his house because his son is six years old. Uh, But no, yeah, but no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. Also, too, if you're going to show your toilet, you got to get up there and clean that bottom up a rim. Like you can see the, cl- oh, the closer that bottom up a rim was it because right here it was smaller. But when I was watching the video earlier, I was like, listen, I'm not gonna say like my bottom up a rim is flawless right now, but I'm not putting it out to go viral on TikTok. <laughs> All right, you gotta scrub up, in, up up under that little bit, buddy, if you're gonna put that out on the TikTok. And then like well, another thing too, why do you have a rack of shirts in the living room? I, just, mm-hmm. I, I don't understand it. I mean, some of the stuff. Listen, I, he's, be more, moving? Comfortable. he's be moving? more comfortable. He's more comfortable than me. Because I'm gonna have to clean up before we run this TikTok in my crib. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to. It's gonna have to look a little bit better than than that. Is what I got to say about. It. But no, the I would definitely do that to even one of my children. Um, they have not pissed me off to that level that I would do that to them. Well, there you are. Right. Yeah. yeah, you are. Right. a lot of time. Well, listen, the boy. The boy is six years away from being 18. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. All right. Like, yeah, that thing, thing, I'm his dad. Think about how crazy that the boy is six yeah. years away. Like that, my like he get he he doesn't he gets on my nerves because he's a boy, right? And sometimes mm-hmm. it's like, I don't like another male on me like that, right? <laughs> but then I remind myself that. This is my baby. And at one point, he's not going to want to be up under me. And I bet oh. I appreciate it while I, while I got it because <laughs> he's going to be gone before I know it. All right. Yeah. Uh, so he's going to be, he be touching the old man. He's going to be touching the old man's strength one day. Come on, man. Nah, I can take he, it. He don't, I'm gonna he take don't want that smoke. One day it's going to happen. You're going to be like, check me out. I'm going to show him the south side. He not. He, I've given up on that with uh, with trying to make Kenton a, a, a version of me when it comes to anger issues. He does. He's that. That's not him. And yeah. I have. I have. To, I, have to, I have to live with that. That he. He's not one that seeks out the smoke for the most part. All right? <laughs> I. I could turn into a smoke seeker real quick. Right? <laughs> you know. And I, I mean. I mean. Hopefully, he defends himself if anything goes down. But he's not. Yeah. That's, and I have to understand that. That my son is who he is, and I'd be happy too because you know we didn't raise him. We didn't raise him like that. So he's exactly. my son is much more of a suburban kid than a, a inner city kid, to uh, be honest. Well, about let's, him. Wait, let's wait. Let's wait until he gets to high school. Let's wait. Until let's wait. Oh, listen, I want him to stay just like you. I don't want him to be with Pookie. I know, especially with what these fools are out here doing, he can stay as bland as possible. So go and do what you need to do. And listen, I used to, it's funny, and I, I'm, I'm gonna get off point. I remember me and Afton used to talk about, man, can we ever live in the suburbs and be like, hell no, nah, we city kids or whatever, mm-hmm. right? I'm good. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm good. Like, to be honest with you, I'm good, man. The city is just. When you t- open the news up, man, it's, it's disheartening to say the least. And even though nothing happened, you know, we both live, we all three of us live in the city. Yeah. The two of us live on the south side. I, nothing happens in my area. You know, I yeah. live in a pretty quiet area, same with D, but you it's still just one of those things. No, no, I probably, that's a, that's a whole nother different. I, oh, no. I put it, I put in a bid on a house, mm. D, right? And um, the house had asbestos. Oh. Um, yeah, it had asbestos. It had uh, the wrong breaker box for the, the breakers that were in the box. Uh, the person that owned this house used to do or have someone do a lot of DIY work. 
It was some of the electrical in the back was just it wasn't regulated. So it was basically going to cost us on top of buying this house. 30 to 40,000 to get it no. to the point that it needs to be. Right. Oh. So I had to get my escrow back off of that one. No. Um, yeah, it hasn't been. It's it also, there's a market. It's just, it's a, yeah. it's a seller's market Bad time right now. Yeah. 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 It's a sell. It's a seller's market right now. So as of right now, no, then also it just got to the point where, you know, our savings are so nice right now. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it up, and, and now, now so with more, that number more and more. Yeah, now with more income coming in, it's like, well, how much how much can I stack? Right. So it's like, <laughs> let's let's just wait and jump back out into the market. You know what I'm saying? And just be be just hesitate instead of oh man, we gotta do this. Let's let's just wait because the market is it was crazy. But with this crib, the crib that we was talking about a month ago with all the buildings and stuff, it it was sweet. The only thing that was lacking was the backyard didn't have any green space in it, but we would have we would have settled for that. It was all um, concrete. Removed. It was all concrete because it was on a place. So the back of the lot was somewhat smaller and it had a garage. It had a long, it was long, but the garage took up a decent amount of space. But we would have we would have we would have settled for that. Um, then we went to this place in Mary Nook that was sweet. It was a little small, though, but was sweet. And uh, the funny thing about the next day. And this lets you know how the viewing was go up. They went up ten thousand dollars. It was like, damn! And they damn. were supposed to. They were like, we need a bid in tomorrow by three three p.m. Right? The next day, they was like, it, the, the bid the bidding was so well. They was like, yeah, we we gonna go up another ten. And that, somebody got that child credit uh, come through like that. Ten thousand dollars. Right. Hey. That credit, <laughs> don't that child credit didn't hurt to say the least. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it didn't hurt them to say the least. Not at all. But all right. Jumping back in, this one's out of the griot. I believe now I may mess up this young lady's name, but I believe it's Ijima Ukenta. But well, crashed with this bizarre incident in which Abigail Elphick charged at her and then later becomes hysterical when she realized she's being recorded. A white woman caught on the camera attacking a black woman in Victoria's Secret Store had a full-blown meltdown after realizing her rude and violent behavior, behavior had been caught on camera. I know we've all seen this, but Ryan, can you play for us again, please? Oh, God. No. It's you. It's you. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Now you are. Oh, my God. You're... Oh, my God. Do you see this? Oh my God! I've never, I never thought nothing like this would happen to me. She just tried to run and hit me, and now she. Did you see her? You saw her, right? They all saw her. Oh my God! Karen had a breakdown. She tried to hit me. Ask your workers. She tried to hit me. She tried to hit me. Now I want security for you. Oh my god. Oh my god. You should have thought about that before you did what you did. Oh my god. This don't even feel real. This do not feel real. Y'all can have to get security. She she charged me. If I wanted to duck, she would. Oh no, no. Oh no, you just wanted security for me, right? I want security for you now. No, don't cry. No, no, no. I want you to call security. I thank you. I just came to get my free panty. You know how you get the coupon in the mail, and I got to pick up my Converse boots from Nordstrom. I don't know. 
Hold on, I didn't hear that part before. I just came to get my free panties. And I, I didn't hear that part head. either. Oh, she I said I came to get, get my free panties. And this one is going off on me. It's going to cost me, right? Um, listen, listen. Oh, I thought about the um I thought about Emmett Till when mm. I saw this, and I thought also about uh the exonerated five when I saw this. Cause this is how mugs get lynched and, and get in situations when you have people with don't forget privilege. About Tulsa. Don't forget about the what kickstarted. Good Tulsa. one. Exactly, D. Where, you know, like imagine if this lady didn't record that, what the story would have been. Yeah. All right. And if you go on to watch it, people in the store ask her, stop recording her. And mm-hmm. in some regards, it's it could come off seeming cruel because that lady was having a mental breakdown. But yeah. that lady accosted her like she ran yeah. up on her and then flipped the script when she saw that. Oh, you recorded me. And now, you know, said I don't want to get fired at my J.O.B. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm sitting here and it's it's about you doing me wrong like this um, again. Sorry, that lady had a mental breakdown, but once still fucker. Um, she had no reason to put her hands on that lady. If you you can't be out in the streets if you can't control yourself. You need to sit your ass down someplace. Um, but even on a more on a, on a more important note, and, and some of the examples that we mentioned, that's how a lot of people end up being. I mean, black people and a lot of times black males and females uh, being in some hairy, some real messed up situations when a white woman of privilege tries to flip the script on them. Um, a lot of a lot of bad things have come from that. So again, feel sorry for her, but fuck her for life, Davis. Davis. Not pretty that. I haven't done a Davis in a long time, actually. That's, I haven't done Davis in about two years. It just hit me. Asian Jock brings it out. Uh, he does. <laughs> well, listen, I, 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 I echo everything you said, Ken. Um, what's crazy right now, I think, is a simple fact of how many people are getting recorded on so many levels. You have people just say everyday Joe and James to law enforcement to um, political officials, everybody, right? Everybody's getting tapped. Everybody getting taking pictures, somebody taking a picture of them, or they getting recorded. Hey, Justin Bieber just yelling at his wife, Haley. And it's all Oh, I didn't hear about that. Oh, you hold on hold on for that one. I didn't know about that one, Ryan. I didn't know about but, that um, one. I also didn't know. Yeah. But um but what what always trips me out, and I think I said this we was doing D and David show and D and David's clip, right? It 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 still boggles my mind that you still gonna go out there and act a damn fool and you know somebody's gonna record you. Like that should be on the back of your mind or everybody's every I don't, I don't wanna say just about every human, but every, damn near every person in the first world country. Somebody is probably recording you. If it's not an individual citizen, it's probably a uh, a camera or ring doorbell or a security camera. Everybody's getting filmed at all times. It, it, it's it's rare with somebody. It's rare when you're not on camera for something, right? I know it sounds big brother, but that's just the kind of way it is. So I would think you want to purport, uh, comport yourself in a in a in a good manner. But then you see what's happening with people on air on uh, air, airplanes. They fighting in, in on airplane and, and hitting uh, hitting uh, flight attendants or fighting in um in the lobbies. That could be with drinking. But you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know what happened after the pandemic. But it seems as if everybody's a little bit more comfortable. I always say this. People have always been this crazy. We're just finally filming them. Like, as you said, Ken, this reminds you of Emmett Till. I said, could it remind you what happened with the, the kickoff for Tulsa? I wish we could have had video cameras back then. So it would have been like, oh, man, these Negroes are right. 
They're not just down there just saying some crazy shit. They actually getting their asses kicked for no damn reason. So now you have people with the power of a cell phone and it's able to finally expose a lot of people. So, yes, she definitely had a mental breakdown. When people are recording you or, or you feel you feel someone recording you, yeah, I, there's there's no telling where your mind is going to go nowadays. But as you said, Ken, fuck him. And you know what I'm saying? Con- like, be a better person. The moral of the story is just to be a better person. I don't know what happened beforehand, but something must have something must have popped off for this for this lady, the black lady, to start recording her. And you see it, mid mid. I mean, the first turn on, she's charging the lady, trying to attack her. So, hey man, whatever she comes to the right one. Yeah, she's lucky she chose her because she could have ran up on the wrong one. Yeah, as soon as you hit her, it's all it's all legal. As soon as you hit her. It's a lot of people don't believe in recording, but believe in punching. So you, you know, say you 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 want to go up against somebody who believe in recording, not believing in putting the foot up your ass. So mm-hmm. just be a better person. That's that should be the moral of the story. I got a warning too, real quick. Yeah. If I'm ever on the plane and you feel that this is your chance to get real spicy and act a fool, you about to get a lot of lumps upside your head because I'm telling you, yeah, I, I do. I'm not playing with nobody going crazy on the plane. I'm did just letting do, you know. Did y'all do the story about the dude who tried to open up the? Um, I don't, uh, know, I don't know if we did that mm-hmm. one. I don't remember if we that did that we, one. We missed. Yeah, man. No, I feel like we talked. I feel like we may have talked because I know I'm telling you. No, I was talking to I was talking to my cousin, Alfred's cousin, and uh, just saying about like, for instance, like at before 9-11, we never knew that someone was actually going to use a, a kamikaze in one of our commercial airplanes. Right. We never right. we never expected it. It was, right. until, you know, and then you with the flight that went down in Pennsylvania, when they heard what was going on and they forced themselves into the cabin and and, and, and mm-hmm. plunged that plane down instead of letting it get to the, I believe what the White House was perhaps was where that one was headed to? The Pentagon? Because they hit Pentagon. the yeah. Pentagon. They hit the Pentagon. They was heading to the White but, House. Uh, but, uh, but, but after that, I'm telling you, there's and I listen. There may be we may be on different sides of the aisle. We may be on mm-hmm. different streams of economics. It's nothing gonna bring us all together like some somebody going nuts trying to get into the cockpit on the plane. It's gonna be a huge kumbaya moment of kicking some ass taking place. And wow. if you got a box, listen, yeah. if you got a box cutter, it's not gonna work. All right, yeah. I'm, <laughs> you better be nicking arteries left and right because it's yeah. just not going to work. If you got a gun, I guess a plastic gun. We got more bodies. I'm just dog. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not settling for it. Dog. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. That's not how we're going down. Somebody making making a scene on a plane is like the equivalent, like in the niche world of like when somebody tries to run in a wrestling ring and the the wrestlers just take full range to just get in all of their shots. Yeah. And they're not yeah. taking those punches. That's no. all of us on a plane. Like I'm a pretty pacifistic person. Like I realize that like it's not realistic. You have to have just you know wars with just causes and like. So self-defense and things like that but if anybody's trying to cause a ruckus on a plane i'm gonna fucking get my licks in <laughs> like i'm gonna fuck you better it up. you better they're gonna, they're gonna chase it hold on hold on hmm. Hmm. hold him d hold him hold him d you better no. i'm glad we got this all established before mexico that's good oh, oh dude <laughs> Listen, that will be the worst flight to ever try that on. 
yeah. right, we're all on a plane together, and you decide <laughs> that you're going to do that. That's the dude. That's dude, the bro, I mean, just, Tulum, listen, you, Tulum is like Black Mexico right now. You don't want to mess around. None of them flights going down to Tulum. Dude, you lucky we in the sky because if we wasn't, we would throw your ass out of that damn plane. All right, like if make a landing right now. Exactly. And then we'll get to as true as this plane land, I'm whooping your ass, dude. It's a wrap. It's it's a wrap. wrap. Yeah. Oh man, that was a good one. That was a good one. And on the somber note, this one is near and dear to our hearts. The, the older gents on this podcast. This is from oh, yeah. entertainment. Biz Markie, the crown prince of hip-hop, best known for his 1989 global smash, Just a Friend, has died, according to his representative, Jenny Uzumi. Uh, his death was not yet been disclosed, but Uzumi said the rapper, singer, slash DJ, slash producer, actor, comedian, and writer peacefully passed away Friday evening with his wife, Tara Hall, by himself. Marquis had been hospitalized in April last year due to complications from, from his type 2 diabetes. And also last December, he was reportedly living in a Maryland rehabilitation facility after suffering a, a diabetic coma and a stroke. He was 57 years old. Um, first of all, and the headline is just a friend rapper Biz Markie dead at 57. This goes back to when VH1 used to run that stuff like one hit wonders and stuff like that. Yeah. And they would put just a friend on there and it would really piss me off. All right. Because way before just a friend was the vapors. All yes. right. Before hip hop had crossed <laughs> over, this was one of the biggest songs of that year that it dropped in like 84, like 84, 85 or something like that. Yeah. All right, because Bismarck is the vapors, and like, like if if you know hip hop, you know that in a way the vapors were bit was bigger than just a friend, but hip hop has started being on MTV. So just a friend because the comic element it, it blew up, but he had more hits than just a friend. Uh, Bismarcky, man, I saw Bismarcky at the House of Blues with Dayla and Common. He was DJing there. Um, always loved Bismarcky, the humor. Um. Just everything about Biz Marquis that he brought to hip hop. And it's sad that the brother passed. And the, during the pandemic, when you first heard about it, that he had been going through this this long, I'm happy that the that the gentleman is free and not is not going through anything else. But a uh, shout out to Biz Marquis, man, one of the one of the original ones that brought some levity, but also more than just levity to hip hop. And it's bigger than just the human beatbox. But I'm sure, D, you got some Biz Marquis memories and something that you want to say. Uh, yeah, I actually met Biz Marquis. Mm. Um, I met him when I was interning for um, a promotion company in 2001, 2002. You remember, remember Ken, they used to have the uh, old school hip hop uh, concerts at the Airy Crown Theater. Mm -hmm. And Biz Marquis was DJing. Uh, I also met uh, MC Light, uh, The Brat, Biz Marquis. I can't remember who else was on that tour. But uh, the one thing that stuck, the one thing that, that stood out to me was how big of a man he was. He was a yeah. big dude. So when he walked in, because I was on, I was on, uh, on uh, behind the stage or whatever, and he walked in, and I was like, "Holy shit!" First, I was starstruck, like, "Damn, that's Biz Marquis." And then as he got closer, I was like, "Damn, that's Biz Marquis. <laughs> that's a big dude." But yes. man, he was man, he was cool as hell, super nice. Shook my hand. I told him I was a big fan. Um, so I had to be 19 years old when I met him. Um, but he was great, man. Like you said, the vapors was huge. Also, too, what kind of put that song back on the map 
is when Snoop did a remake for it. Yeah, but that's Snoop's remake Park. was trash on the yeah, dog yeah. club. And he because this was like this was Snoop was on all his albums, he would remake an old school classic hip hop. Right. Because first right. on Doggy Style, it was uh Lighty Dottie. Lighty Dottie. Yeah, on Dog Fowl, I, I believe it was Vapors. And uh he was signing I think Bismarck, he might even been in that video. Uh, Vapors came out in 88. Vapors 88. came out in 88. Yeah, I want to tell you, I think he was even in that video. But no, man, Biz Marquis is like a hip-hop icon. I know a lot of people, yeah, like you said, Ken, and think about him as like a one-hit woman wonder. But in hip-hop, dude, he's like, it's like a godfather. You know what I'm saying? Right. That early that early hip-hop era, the 80s and the early 90s, man, Biz Marquis was the man. And still was, you know what I'm saying? Producing, like you said, DJing, that was really cool that he was doing. He kind of like reinvented himself plenty of times. I forgot he was on an episode of Blackish. Uh, I think Tracy Ellis Ross put some pictures up of him when he was on the uh, show, I believe. Uh, so then he was doing acting. So man, it's um, it's sad to hear him uh, to hear that he's passed away. I believe a few months ago, either last year, there was a rumor that he died then. Mm-hmm. So my might have been when Kim you, you spoke up. The uh, he had went to a diabetic coma or he had a stroke or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, a lot of people tried to uh, you know saying write him off then but obviously he didn't thank god we got more time with biz markey but i mean he's definitely going to be missed man i mean uh, a true hip-hop legend true hip-hop legend that master a song uh where he imitates biz markey on the song biz markey was supposed to be on there but i guess he didn't mm-hmm. show up i remember the one thing too and it just hit me hearing you talk about him at the house of blues i remember he had on this chunky chain and yes it, i mean ch- dude it was it was rainbow colored from the ice when the ice hit the light it twinkled and glistened it it was it, <laughs> it was like is that red blue and it was so it was it, it was nice right i remember it was nice nice right and i remember he didn't want to do something i remember that daylight and common hyped him up like come on come on come on but uh yeah that's great that you actually got to meet him yeah, yeah. uh d like just just a legend of hip-hop man and, and i saw chuck d posted this thing um about how many hip-hop legends have died since last december it was like nine of them right and it's just just mm. crazy i mean i was just thinking about some i was thinking about houdini like damn how the hell can houdini go on tour without ecstasy just to get some money yeah right like how how like how how do you how do you do it you know what i'm saying like it's 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 it's, it's sad man to see all these rap legends go man we we definitely have to start taking better care of ourselves i i think i think i i mean i'm sorry to jump in but one thing that stuck out to me he's only 57 years old now think about it mm-hmm. I think when we think about hip hop legends, because uh, hip hop is still a very young genre of music, right? Mm-hmm. So now we're starting to, as we get older, we're starting to see our icons, our heroes, our mm-hmm. favorite MCs and DJs and producers start to pass on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 57 years old is is is, is young. young. He, he it was it's young, but he has some health complications, and you know, saying sometimes mm-hmm. that happens uh, at, at at earlier ages than that. Um, but it's it's kind of weird to start to see like our our legends either like come out on stage and be like damn like mm-hmm. wow yeah you're, you're getting up there in age aren't you and but that that, that reminds you like damn i'm getting i'm there. getting up there i'm getting yeah, up there in there too it, it's and, kind and, of and, equivalent. Also too, and just to kind of see people pass away man it's 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 weird i mean it's gonna be days jason it's gonna be days when we, we get the news like you know yeah Another this hip hop icon is like I grew up with the album and this and that right. and that's gone is man. Bow so wow, you got bow that wow earlier. Did. 
They'd be like, Bow Wow did. We're going to be like, no! You get that wave, right? You get that first wave of the people who died because of the overdose. And uh, like early, like that twenty curse of 27 kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you get in that later wave where you get people who actually got old but didn't take care of themselves. Yeah. And I feel like for like a lot of rock and roll types, like not early, early rock and roll, because I was even earlier, but like the heart of rock and roll, mm-hmm. like that period was like the late 90s, early 2000s. And then there was a period of time where it seemed like every wrestler you, you knew – and loved like died in like the 2010s yeah but because it was that was just the age that 40 to 60 40 range to. that's where everybody was and now we're there with like the 80s hip-hop legends early 90s hip-hop legends even yep. they're getting up to that point so yeah i think it is going to be one of those things where it's just like another one because i remember the one that stands out for me because he's the most famous person i've probably ever met and talked to face to face but fife diane almost exactly a year to the day when i met him on lawrence's show Mm. Uh, mm. and was there with Ethan Shaw and took the photo for Ethan but he, I was trying not to fanboy so I'm the intern and I say no and I was like Ethan no one's going to believe me that I, I, I actually met Fife he's like I'll, yeah. I'll go to the death for you and I still have that photo you did a good job I, I'll take that to my grave I'll take that to my grave so shout out to Ethan gotta, Shaw as well I, I gotta say something I, I gotta say something I never said on air before right um, so I was in Atlanta this one time right <laughs> uh oh! Another one of these Atlanta stories from Ken. Oh man, I was a dude. I was big. Listen, I was I was I was big time. I was big time in my head. I was an urban legend in my head at the time, right? I was an urban legend in my head, right? I was I was doing it big at this moment in my life, right? <laughs> and uh, and I'm in Atlanta, and I'm getting my haircut, and right in front of me, waiting to get his haircut is Fife. And I don't say nothing. Oh, wow. right? oh really? No. Yeah, I'm really. sitting right in front I, I of me. Heard I was, story before. I know, because I was it, I was wrong, and I too so busy I never telling those talk, stripper stories from Atlanta. I never wanted I know, to talk right? about it because I was I was wrong. I was wrong. I should have been like, hey, Fife or whatever. Uh-huh. But I was too busy being cool. You know, yeah, I did the same thing. I did the same thing. I was too to busy. Be I mean, and I'm not even joking. I mean, like job. directly in front of me. And you know how uh, barbershops aren't that wide. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just usually a space to walk between the barbers and seats. So he's mm-hmm. right there in front of me waiting. And I don't be like, just, hey, man, I love your music, whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever, because I'm just trying to be too cool for school or whatever. And I shouldn't have been like that. And I apologize oh, to Five Dogs post mortem for me being an ass. Surprisingly, I, I, I've, I think I've, Ken, we've met people when we're doing a show from Lance Briggs to Olin Cruz to uh, many of, many of uh, athletes or whatever like that, right? Surprisingly, as long as you're cool with them, they're going to be cool with you. And I yep. come across that even like some of the musicians was I was when I first out of college interning trying to get into the uh, music business and, and actually was in the music business for a few years. I uh, was doing that. I met Kremlin across quite a few people. And as long as you like respectful and cool to them, just like, hey, brother, I, I, I love what you do. They can be like, hey, thanks. And keep it pushing. Man, you could you could you can talk to. I have a I can't remember if I ever came across somebody that was an ass. I don't think I've ever really come across a celebrity. Dude, I've made Subway sandwiches on the west side for Crucial Conflict. And they probably made Subway sandwiches too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an ass, I'm an ass, I'm an ass, I'm an ass. I apologize. They were really nice to me. They were really cool to me. I mean, which I'm ones like, was it? Which one? Which crucial conflict members was it? Oh, uh, uh, what was the? the I got a feeling Cole Hart was. Uh, yeah, wait, Cole Hart, Cole Hart. Um, Man, it was a uh, Wild Style. Wild Style. Not, not, I, I met Wild, Wild Style. Wild Style was the at, producer. I met Wild Style at George Music Room 
at a photo shoot uh, for a, a hip hop group I was working with back when I was like 18 and 19 years old too. I met him before. I met what was the one with the kind of tall one with the with the, with the oh they all had braids. I can't remember. Oh, I can't remember. I met him. I met him at the at the at a uh, at the place where my professor had his uh, business at. Uh, for the uh, online business, I don't know if anybody noticed, but I was like, when I worked with an online company who had a first contract with Apple Music, so I was in low, I was okay. uh, in Justin Music at like 21 years old, like when the first people to start in Justin Music into Apple Music. So I met him at that building. It was a short, dark skinned cat. I can't remember his name, but he came in the cell. Wild style, cold hard, never. Was it never? Probably it might have been never. Probably never. Never. That's that's some Chicago, that's some Chicago shit right there. Yeah. What's his name? Never, 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 never try me. It might have been him. <laughs> I think it was him and Twister. They both came to my old man subway on the west side, Pulaski and Madison. Yeah, mm. and and like, I mean, like people people saw them coming in Chicago hip hop legends, right? And you walk and they walk like ah, oh, but they were always cool. They always cool with people. So moral story is as long as you're not an asshole to people, to stars, they won't be they won't be assholes to you. They really nice. Well, they, they were just being nice because you were making their sandwiches. The sandwiches. Well, that, they want the secret sauce. Hey, I was a sub, I was a sandwich artiste. God damn it, sandwich question, artiste. Dude. I got a question. <laughs> uh, a friend of mine's uh, Phil Atoshian interviewed Olin Cruz about a week or two ago, mm. and Olin on that said like he was six feet, and I was like, it ain't no with a chance in hell. He just six feet. Because I was like, it, it was a day that me and D had to walk past him through a door. And yeah. he's lost the weight, but he yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm topping out at the pop top of uh, at the top of five. I'm like, it's no way that man he was, was about six two. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was. Listen, thin Olin is intimidating. Yeah. It's his big Olin. Just yeah, no, he's tall <laughs> six feet. I don't want that type of smoke. Right. Yeah. Uh, some people that just got right it. Energy. I haven't had this opportunity and since, D, since D you're back uh, real quick. Yeah. Uh, sticking with music, I need to get your uh, your uh, your opinion on some of the last verses that have taken place. Oh, cool! Yeah. All right, I see Paul. All right, so one keep sweating, Bobby Brown. What was your thoughts? Listen, <laughs> I, I'm not. You know what? I think I saw Keith Sweat perform live when I was like eight years old. My auntie took me to a concert. I think it was. Keith. <laughs> Keith, I, listen, Keith Sweat. I didn't know Keith Sweat wrote, uh, help write, uh, co-wrote, um, just got, uh, just got paid. Didn't know that. His for Teddy Riley, all that New Jack Swing stuff. Him and Teddy Riley was like this a lot of times. Yeah, hey, Teddy Riley I produced that. Mm-hmm. He produced it. I didn't know his pen. Man. I know his pen. His pen is nice. His pen is nice. I didn't know all what? the songs he wrote back in the New Jack. But he sounds like a dying cat when he's singing. <laughs> he sounds like a dying cat when he's singing. Listen, I don't want no smoke from the from the sweat hotel. But all I'm trying to say is, brother, he's not a good singer to me. So Bobby Brown, he had to he had to get all the old Bobby out of his voice. But when at the second half, he must have went in did some mimi and my my my's, and he sounded a little bit better. So I think it was entertaining because Keith Sweat was drunk. <laughs> he was fucking lit. The Ciroc. He says, I can't stop drinking this Ciroc. He was lit. I know. And also, he swears like, damn, he's 60 years old. Didn't know that either. <laughs> it's like, it go back to a point talking about like, man, it's surprising how old people are, but it lets you know how old you are. So yeah. it was entertaining because Keith Sweat was entertaining and he was fucking drunk. And I don't like his singing, 
but he made it entertaining. So it was that was that was a fun one, I guess. Yeah, it was a fun one. Did you see uh, Bow Wow and Soldier Boy? I, I I would not let my eyes. I wouldn't allow my you eyes. Had, I knew you. I knew you would do. It was no. so effort entertaining, dude. It was. I'm telling you, it was so effort entertaining. Oh wow! It was, it's one of you got It's one of the funniest verses ever. All right, one of the funniest. Soldier Boy is hilarious. Soldier Boy is funniest. Yeah. He was the key. He was the key. But Bow Wow, Bow Wow, the, the fact that both of them did the dances from those videos was crazy. And I'm like, dude, I, I said to after, I said, they're going to be 50 years old doing this shit, right? <laughs> but the fact, the fact, and this is funny because it's like Soldier Boy, it's the same weight as almost back there, but it's like he grown and he's doing the dances in the zoo. Yo. And I was like, this shit, yeah, this shit, dude, it would do. Watch it. It was funny as hell right it really? was so the, the crowd was whack the crowd was whack but it was fun they went out they went for it right they they, they weren't playing they, watched, they, they, watched, they, like, real quick real quick well, yeah. when you saw when you with the bobby brown and the, and the keith sweat i'm gonna give a comparison yeah. when they first when they first was sitting out there until diddy called remember keith sweat came out i was like yeah mm-hmm. diddy did mm-hmm. call you could tell him he told them to get their asses up he's like that's the rock check ain't coming y'all better yeah. get out there and do something yeah listen bow wow and soldier boy it was none of that they sold out for that, that thing. <laughs> and it wasn't my music of my era but also, oh Soldier Boy for grown-ups. <laughs> Soldier Boy has some hits. Like it, it, the lyrics are terrible. All right, oh, but terrible. like the Pretty Boy oh, Swag, hot, hot Pretty Boy Swag, and Gucci Bandana. I was young enough when I came out where it was like, that's yeah, hot. yeah, that's yeah. Hot. All oh, right, oh, okay. Turn my okay. swag on. Turn my swag on. Look, I'm, I mean, after we were, we was younger back then. That was that was some of our jams. Like it's like yeah, I'm about to turn my swag on. Like he has some stuff. The lyrics okay. are terrible. But yeah, check that one. Check that one out. Okay. We gotta have to bring D back to do our ver- when we gotta do the locks versus dipset. And I know you see. Not I'm gonna dip- let you know right now. You're not the dipset guy. I'm not a dipset guy. I'm a locks guy. I know. I'm so, a dipset um, guy. I'm a dipset yeah. guy. I I was. People could still say in Carbondale. Hear me pulling around the corner with 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 some dipset hitting the hitting those corners, man. I, I was I was a big dipset guy. I was playing some locks for Tony. Coming back from the White Sox game. I was like, I gotta find his locks for Tony. I don't know if he ever heard the first album. The first not, one or the first no, the, one? The first one on Rough Riders. The first one okay, on Rough Riders. Okay, not the first one on Bad Boy. No, not the first one on Bad Boy. It's the first okay. one on Rough okay. Riders. And okay. I was like, I gotta find this. And I found it. And I was I was blasting fuck you right now, Stony Island. I was like, you gotta hear this. You gotta you gotta feel this shit, Tony. Tony Gale, you gotta feel this shit. Fuck you, not you, but that person. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so I, yeah, I, I definitely come back for that one. I, I love the, you know what? I know a lot of people aren't big fans of the verses anymore. I, I saw uh, when the Ghetto Boys yes, was on the oh. Breakfast Club, and mm-hmm. Willie D was like, "Man, it's some bullshit." You know, but mm-hmm. Willie, Willie D is like, Willie D. I love. Yeah, he always says something I, bullshit. I, I, I love, love him, but he always says something bullshit. He yeah. keep it a hundred. <laughs> I love Willie D, but um. But they were saying like how they wouldn't do it, but but Scarface said that he would do one with Ice Cube. But he said that he before he said it, I thought it was be. I thought Cube was the person he should do. It. Before he said it, I was like, you should do it one against Cube. I never to me, thought that made, that made more sense. It has to be someone yeah. who is lyrically serious, but also huge and has content. But you have to be serious because yeah. when you're going up against Scarface. You just can't be out here playful with the no, type of stuff that he serious is. That's some serious. So I was but like, he said that they, he said he only way he'll do it is if he's can play Ice Cube music and Ice Cube mm-hmm. his music. So that'd be right, kind of different. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I love it. So I think Scarface is my top ten of all time. 
So hmm. I think I, I actually like Scarface more than I like Ice Cube, and I love Ice Cube. So I um, may be. Ooh, that's a that's a good one. I'm I'm a, I'm oh, a, man. Some I'm of that early that. Cube. Some of that man. That that first those first three or four albums from Cube. Man. He had hits. Cube. Scarface boy. Scarface. Scarface is a different. Scarface is his own lane in general. Mm-hmm. It's different. It's, it's 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 just as we just totally alienated the other half of the show. What do you uh, mean? Because... I'm totally entertained by this stuff. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm soaking <laughs> in. Old okay, oh, man, man, man rap. Old man okay, rap. Ken, you remember when I texted you about the previous rap death, and I was like, I feel like I need to dig into the back catalog some. Oh, oh who was that? Oh, uh, Gift of Gab. I, yeah, I see, turned on the jazz channel going to the farmer's market at 4, 5 a.m. or 4 a.m., mm-hmm. whatever it was. And uh, I wasn't expecting to, by the way, Jason. I wasn't expecting to hear hip hop on the jazz channel, but it was the day after. So they did like a quick in memoriam and then played the song. I was like, shit. Shit, I need to know more about this. Yeah. What, Blackalicious, I believe, right? Black-alicious, yeah, Blackalicious. Blackalicious. Yeah. I mean, I, I I definitely enjoyed a couple of their songs, but I'm not going to sit here and act like I was like the deepest Blackalicious fan. Yeah, I knew a few of their songs, uh, too. I knew a few of their songs. And then they, that name, too, was dope, too, Blackalicious. But Blackalicious. I knew, yeah. you know, and I know the collective they come from, but yeah, I, I can't sit here and fake like, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. No, also, all kinds of things like that. Like, for a long time, in the just when the, the group chat goes to hip-hop, I'm just like, I'm just going to soak in with what Kyle has to say, what Melvin's opinion is, and then I'm not going to actually listen to stuff because I feel like I know something now. Like, that was one of those moments I was like, I should probably do be a little bit more proactive. Early Ghetto Boys is some of the best stuff you can hear. I mean, it was straight, raw, yeah. unfiltered. It was like the NWA of down south. It, they really were. Right. Yeah. Um, some of the other, when, 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 Scar, when Scarface went solo, he was mm-hmm. really able to just kind of like just flow and just the story. The storytelling from Scarface is unbelievable. That's the one thing I think a lot of people don't appreciate when they listen to Scarface. The storytelling. It's what like, year was Scarface at his, uh, Scarface at his peak? Because I feel like uh, I, have, I have a little bit of exposure because of the age I would, that I was. I say he I was say like ni- early 90s. Oh, okay. Like, so he, had a, he had a 10-year run. Think of, Maybe I, it's the I, tail I, end of that 10-year run then. I always say this. You always hear about athletes, right? Let's bring it back old school Dean Davis. You always hear about athletes and you're talking about going into the Hall of Fame. You got to have a 10-year time span, eight to 10 years of, of straight domination or high, mm-hmm. com- or high, you know what I'm saying, level of uh, play. Nine, I, let me yeah. see if you agree with this one. I would say 91, 92 to 2001. Shit, I might send it to 2003 for Scarface. Yeah, because you got to still think – the, the the early nineties is when he start when he yes. went solo basically. Mrs. Scarface and then you got to remember how big he still was on Rock Familia. Yeah, when he's on two of those track. He's yeah. on two of those. Also, he was one of the people that he helped bring out in Def Jam South was Ludacris. Yeah, um, he was a president, right? Def, yeah, he was the yeah. president of Def Jam South. Um, but when you think about so that Rock Familia came out in what like 99, two, uh, 98, 99, mm-hmm. 2000? And he yeah. was on that. He was on there killing it that with Jay-Z and been. Benny Siegel at their primes. A big part of the window of time where I was uh, thinking and knowing and being aware of Scarface is that yeah. like, Luda busting out See, and all those things, all those features, tracks and things. At that time, Jason, late solo work. at that Prime time, Jason, the, like the early 2000s, it was kind of like, I hate to say this because I love Face, 
And what and some of his latest stuff, even after that, early, mm-hmm. I mean, like the 2010, 2009, 10, 11, 12 was still great. It was almost like finally the world had caught the Scarface, mm-hmm. but Scarface had almost kind of he didn't turn out of gas a little. No, 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 I'm running the gas. It was almost kind of like when he got with Jay Z, and Jay Z was kind of like the dude at that time, okay, early 2000s. It was kind of like he made Scarface a little bit commercial. But the, the mm. greatness about Scarface, he was like an underground king in a sense. Mm-hmm. Talking about UGK and all them back down in Houston. He was that before UGK. But it was kind of like, oh, wow. So, I knew, so now what? New York know about Scarface? It's kind of like, uh, mm. it kind of touched me. It kind of hit me the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? But it was still great. Like A lot of people think The Fix is his best album. I don't think so. I think it's Untouchable. Untouchable came out in 97, 98. Album alone from beginning to end is unbelievable. That was like Scarface at its peak about 97, 98. It is peak. So, yeah, Scarface had about that 10 year to 12 year run. Unbelievable MC. I mean, a straight MC. And the reason why I brought him up, I want to I want to give his blessings out to him because his son is going to oh, give no. him a kidney because Scarface has been going through kidney issues for a while. Wow. Real bad. But yeah, I remember we were talking about uh, having kidney issues and a lot of people. Yeah, he got he got real slim because Scarface is a thick brother. You know what I'm saying? Brad Brad was a big brother, was a thick dude. Uh, but he's in a, a, a kidney transplant. Thank God for him because, man, he wanted great. In my opinion, he's one of the greatest MCs of all time, in my top ten. So, uh, but no, nah, man, if anybody out there listening don't know about Scarface, go back and listen to early Ghetto Boys and listen. To- oh no! Oh no! Let's come back. No, come back to us. It's five. <laughs> Swallowed up by the internet. Right. Haitian come Jack. on, D. Haitian Jack. Did I? There you up? go. Did I? Yeah. Up? Yeah, you yeah. froze up. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, we got. So I'm just saying, Scarface is the man. All right, so I'm making an executive decision, and I'm cutting out the rest of the show off. We're going straight. <laughs> what else? We're going we straight. We, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're going straight to. Your thought. I want to get the before we jump out of here. Uh, your thoughts on Loki, and do you rate Loki higher than WandaVision? Is Loki your favorite uh, MCU t- television show so far? Give me, give me the ranking of all your MCU no. television shows too. Well, there's only three of them. So I want the three rankings. Well, we know what the third one is. Thank you, D. I appreciate it because everybody in the streets kind of get me to go to Loki, and I'm like, I think Wanda had encapsulated more stuff, no. especially how it went no. from the old. We didn't know how they was gonna flip that the Ozzy and Harriet and make it work, yeah. and they mm-hmm. made it yeah. work. And mm-hmm. if you kind of grew up to where you had to watch reruns of these old shows mm-hmm. to see how yes. they did that and how it, it, it was going from different decades. To me, I, I feel like Loki, the universe was smaller. Where Wanda's Vision's universe was larger, and how those 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 show writers and directors had to make, fit that all in. I'll say this though, I think Loki had the best ending episode of the three. Hmm. Uh, so mine's would be well, Wanda Vision, Loki, then uh, Winter Soldier. I'm, I'm, hmm. I'm with you on that. One. I, that's exact, that's at my exact rankings. I think the reason why WandaVision was so great, and you already mentioned it, is 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 really because anybody's at the age of like between 40 shit, even older than that if you're into it. But let's just say 45 till about maybe 35, maybe. You kind of grew up watching those old rerun TV shows. 
And we slide me into that at 33. I was in that same okay. demographic okay. where like, it's like Lila Lucy and all those different things. Exactly. Leave it to Beaver. Leave it to Beaver. Had all this syndication in the summertime. I remember distinctly we were watching Next Gen, but it was the 4th of July and we were watching the original series. Exactly. Yeah. So that's how, just how it was in the early nineties, kids. We went to we went to the, uh, the the wax museum and we saw Lucille Ball, and I was like, "Oh shit, it's Lucille Ball!" And Grace was like, "What is that?" It's like, yeah. you know, I'm trying to explain to her who Lucille Ball was. She was huge. She got huge, huge. huge. And Lucille Ball was the shit back in the day. So I think mm-hmm. by them being able to, and one vision was, it didn't probably have an ending everybody wanted, but the mm-hmm. concept and how they executed that show was genius yep. it was genius the way they were throwing these old episodes or old tv shows and then blend them and at the same time bring you back to mcu and, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. wandavision always had you guessing yep uh when uh falcon and winter soldier and loki they didn't really have you guessing wandavision had you you was like it's must-see tv for wandavision it's must see TV, kind of like with all of the all of the MCUs, because MCU is just so big right now. But WandaVision was must see TV because you can't you had to see which of these next old school television shows are they going to flip and mm-hmm. make it into into the story and still make it work. It Genius. got me to tune in. Genius. Got Genius. me to tune in. Yeah, so WandaVision. I got no interest in the MCU in general, but I was like, I need to know how this blends with my knowledge of the comic books from when I was a kid. To yes. what I know about pop culture and television history, and I it was compelling, that, deeply compelling, deeply compelling. I can I think we, I like, I like. I mean, I agree with you about the end of Loki, but, but but I think we have that great ending because we know it's going to be a season two. Yeah. So they had to give you a clip. But man, listen, Jonathan Majors though, was, no was good. Jonathan Majors was. was good though. Where is Tony? Where is Tony Gill at right now? Because he shitted on Jonathan Majors when he played Lovecraft Country. He shit it on me. When I see him Wednesday, I'm going to pull him to the side. I'm going to say, how the fuck you eating mayonnaise sandwiches? And how the hell you don't like Jonathan Major? That's what I'm going to ask him. Wait, he eating mayonnaise sandwiches? sandwiches? That's what I'm going to ask him. Yeah, you hey. hear that? On the uh, Sports Adjacent? Uh, adjacent Sports Adjacent? Adjacent? Didn't he say that? No. Oh. Yeah. I think he said he eating mayonnaise sandwiches. I like how we all just no, sat up and took only like, wait, mayonnaise wait, wait, sandwiches. That's for, that's for <laughs> poor people. I used to eat mayonnaise sandwiches in the projects. You don't <laughs> eat mayonnaise, mayonnaise sandwiches. sandwiches. Dude, mayonnaise sandwiches is a, yeah, that's, that's strictly for that's strictly that's strictly third world countries type of living right there, man. Listen, listen, even I if feel like there is a massive There is, there is, Jason. You know, there, there is. He's it's the Christian in him. He's got to make himself suffer for the future in heaven or the future with his loving wife. Exactly. Exactly. He can't live for right now. Exactly. We love you. I tweeted, we love I tweeted, you, my uh, We love you. I tweeted, <laughs> but you know it's true. Uh, Dorsey, I tweeted Russell Dorsey. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? And he's like, yeah, dude, this shit's crazy as hell. I said, don't worry about it. I got it next time I see you. So, um, yeah, I think it was. I think he said mayonnaise sandwiches. I think he said mayonnaise, mayonnaise sandwiches. Dude, that's wild. Dude, and wild, hey, you're I, over I'm here interviewing you. Ryan Nagy, and he's over there talking about mayonnaise sandwiches on another podcast. No, 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 no. <laughs> Ken, no, Ken is, is interviewing Matt Nagy, and his mother is like, he's eating a mayonnaise sandwich. Well, this shit's while, producing the, while producing the interview. This is good, Ken. If it's more that miracle. Matt Nagy only knew. If Matt <laughs> oh, Nagy only no. knew. Oh, no, no, no. Miracle no. went by top of it. Wait, 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 wait. Time out, 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 time out
did he say it was Miracle Whip too? No, he said I think he said mayonnaise, man. I okay, think he said mayonnaise. I, I, I used to like Miracle Whip, and then I grew up. Yeah, uh, yeah I realized yeah, I, I was yeah, wrong. Too. Yeah, I realized I was wrong. All that shit, right? all that shit's the same to me. Who with Miracle Whip? Well, no, 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 no. Mayo is not the same as Miracle Whip. No, I didn't say that. That's not what I said. No, G said that. Oh, I said that. I said that. No, Mayo. Don't disrespect Mayo. Thing. You can keep that tangy. Whatever the yeah, hell that is. That's it, Brian. Keep Wait. the tang away from it my mayo. It even says on the bottle, mayonnaise with tangy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it does. Okay. No, like no. Wanda, Wanda v- with a tangy flavor. WandaVision is great, but Loki, man, Loki is great. Jonathan Majors King, like you said before, was a phenomenal. I didn't expect it. I kind of expected it, but the way they made the comp, the character, the no, no man, the one, what is, what is his name? The, um, one, the, the, the one, the one that remains. The one that remains. The one that remains. Yeah, that yeah, version of Kang. Right. That he's not a variant version. of Kang in the comic books, but the way they're flipping this and making it to it, it was perfect. Mm-hmm. And also, too, I think Kyle sent the article to us earlier today saying how they got they they convinced or hired Jonathan Majors to be Kang is off his one the one episode of Loki because he was in. He's like, yeah, we'll do it. You know, what I'm saying he'll do it. But he was phenomenal, man. Loki was great. Loki was great. Mm-hmm. It it was it was a great show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, it well it definitely was. And uh, what, what was that? That's Owen Wilson in that one. That's the, that's mm-hmm. Owen Wilson. Owen, Owen Wilson was really good. Owen Wilson was really good. And yeah, really. That was listen. It it was close to Wandavision, but I think Wandavision just had a little bit more special to it how it just brought yeah. all that culture and americana and stuff into it that's yep. my only that's my only he- hesitancy when talking about it but everybody i talk to has been like no loki and i'm like I just really like that's yeah most people are going loki wow. most people are going loki i think i feel like b pope after like episode one or two was like loki had loki over wandavision i was like well damn no. right no i was like let me i mean I, is this something Prince wrong with the me? moment question mark no, yeah, listen, no, I, I have to watch Loki. Maybe, maybe Loki is dope. Maybe, Loki maybe. is really dope. It's it just is, but it might be one of those things for those people that are saying that Loki's better, like Brian was saying. Like, it's just because it's the freshest, and we're not thinking about it in the context well, of how we're going to feel about all of these shows in eight months. How old is Brian? That's what I was about to say. I, think I, th- I don't think so. I think how old, how young they are, yeah. like how tall. I, we were telling Tony, like, dude, WandaVision is dope. But again, Jason, you're saying you're 33. They didn't grow up watching the reruns of those yeah, shows. There's so like a cutoff, like right yeah, about you don't, you don't, So you yeah. don't get what they were trying to do. You know what I'm saying? So for us mm-hmm. who basically we watch those shows like our parents and our grandparents. Yeah, that we there was get, a shared we cultural got knowledge. With, yeah, we got why yeah. the parents were sleeping in a room together in separate twin beds because mm-hmm. we watched shows like that when we were kids. So And then friend. for them to make a joke about it, it yeah. was, it, it, you know, like so. It, we we kind of got it. If you didn't grow up with that, it's not necessarily the same. I True. one regret, one regret I have. I know we Ken and Ryan and I we did the recap of uh, West Westworld. Westworld, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Westworld. Mm-hmm. You know what I was? I'm thinking when I first started watching at the end of one of us, we were so soaked into it, we was watching it. The one thing that popped about in my head, I said, man, we should have been doing a review show for these MCU shows. The three let's of us. For, let's do it for Loki too. Let's do it for Loki too. It's what hey, I'm I'm down for whatever. Because listen, let's, let's this ain't gonna be all in one. Loki two, we got Hulk, Hawkeye coming, we got She Hulk, we got Miss Marvel, we got a lot of them coming in the MCU. Wait, 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 D. Some, one of us has to watch it though, D, uh, for it to really work. All right. <laughs> one of us all has right. to actually watch Man, these shows. Show. Show. 
You got Disney Plus? Ryan, you got dude, Disney Plus? Dude, listen, dude, Ryan I don't, is on some, I can get Ryan, Ryan is on some different shit down there in Phoenix, bro. <laughs> All right. I don't even I got a different Ryan spooky. here from the Ryan that was in your basement. I know, I know, right? I want to ask Ryan something. Ryan like, was in your I know basement. he is I know he is doing the do out there sometimes because it's just like <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Ryan. I don't know, right? Do we need an explanation, Ryan? Do we we need to give him some time to defend himself? No. Yeah, Ryan, no. what's up? I got nothing. I got nothing. Also, I got to I got to watch the shows. Just to circle back, if if you need backup on Wednesday, let us know. We'll be there for the Tony intervention. Okay. Definitely. Listen, definitely. I told you. We have to have an intervention if it's Miracle Whip. I, I want to accept that. Yes. Tony comes to the, Tony comes to the house every Wednesday. We rack together. We go to the Sox games, and uh, you know we always usually he talks to Chanel about his he, you know saying he, he he talks about his girlfriend. He's in love, and uh, how Chanel's, long have they been together? By the way, oh, you said how long they've been together? Uh-huh. At least like maybe four, three or four months, maybe. Yeah, I, I think he brought her up. Like, Tony's gonna marry her. Tony's gonna I feel marry. Like her. it's been around oh. six. Yeah, it feels longer. That's uh, what I was saying. I don't know if it been six, because I remember him yeah. telling me about it with the first Sox game. Okay. The first Sox game we went to was like in well, May. This is like, this is like yeah, the third. Man. This is like the third girlfriend Tony's had in like the last year or so. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, Ryan, we, we Ryan, I mean not Ryan, or Jason. We met. We met the. Well, I don't know if it was girlfriend though. I think he just went on dating mm-hmm. that one. No, that was that was different. I love. We don't even the past. Yeah, this, and this, you can't. We're really just him. worried about the miracle whip possibilities here. The, the, I think it's mayonnaise. What up, what up, Ryan? It's still, it's you still can low. confirm that when he gets a burger, he doesn't just say bun and mayo. Hold the rest. Tony's go to stuff at the Sox. He's usually eating some. <laughs> he's usually getting zero. No nah, pizza, pizza and uh, funnel cakes. He's about to fight. What, some what, what can right now? What's your go to, D? What's my go-to? I don't spend nothing, yeah. man. I eat before I go. <laughs> there I it is. When I went, I didn't spend nothing when I went with him. No, it was, fair I was enough. Like, why? I fair was like, enough. why? Back in the days, I've been, been in there getting lit back in the days. I'm like, I'm not buying this shit right hey, man, now, listen, man. I'm I, I, listen, I have a mortgage and a bar downstairs. I drink at home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. Real talk. I mean, real talk. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going and spend giving all my money to uh, uh, to Ryan's door for fifteen dollar beers and shit. I get drunk at home. Why am I doing? Go get that bus. No wonder you can't confirm you the mayo sandwiches. You're just xing him out whenever he spends a dollar. Fool. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Tony's like, I'll be back. I'm about to get something. Listen, the first game we went to, man, I thought I thought we were about to send it up. The brother couldn't get his funnel cake, and I, he came back highly upset. Yeah. I said, Tony, yeah. what's wrong, baby? The funnel what's cake that? fiasco of twenty twenty one. I was like, Tony, what's wrong? He said, I couldn't give him a funnel cake, D. I said, what's, what, what, what's happening? It was right there, D. He wouldn't let me give him a funnel cake. I said, oh, shit, we got to fight somebody. Then he's about to tweet out to the White Sox. Well, if I can't give him a funnel cake. I said, well, hold on there, there Tony. I said, wait a minute. Thanks on. a lot, Aunt Jerry. <laughs> oh, my God. He's about, to, he's about to mess that blue check up. He's about he to mess was. That. He's about to he mess that blue check up. He was in full relaxation mode, though. I have... It's, it's very rare I see Tony upset. He was upset. I said, well, damn, this brother's mad. I said, well, shit, who, who we got to fight? Because you want your funnel cake. But he was mad, man. Tony Gill. I don't see Tony Gill get upset. He was upset. Also, just to give for further context, he couldn't get the cake because initially when the park wasn't all the way open due to the, the right. pandemic, 
they were they're only allowing you in the section where you were at. So he was just away from where the funnel oh, cake no. was. Yes. So it wasn't like someone was stopping him just to right. stop him. The rule was you can't go past this part. You're twenty years. Like, you can't can have you, funnel cake. I can just like, imagine a different feeling about that. I can just imagine a Sox Park vendor listening religiously to all of the Sox content <laughs> and being like, "I don't like that Tony Gill," and he comes to get his funnel cake. He's like, "No, it's like the soup Nazi inside of a Tony in a funnel cake." <laughs> uh, but no, but no, he's uh, when he comes over, man, he's a uh, professional. His love to Chanel, not to my, not to my wife, but not his girlfriend. He's professing his love. Four girlfriends in the past year. He's like Chanel. He's like Chanel. I think think she's the one. I think she's the one. And and Chanel's always gassing him up. Oh, it's so good, Tony. Oh, it's so great, Tony. And I. No. Oh, man. All right. I guess that's the end. Have yourself a mayo sandwich. Let's wait, let's let him come back. Wait, I'm, back, come back. I'm back. I'm back. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. No. No. He's always, he's always professing his love to Chanel. He's always professing his professing his love to Chanel and shit about his girlfriend. And I'm like, man, you better, you better, you better live your life. You, you got a blue check mark out here. Shit, you better live your life. That's like, a it's, a point. it's a wrap. It's a wrap, y'all. Tony, if Tony puts his mind to it, Tony puts. He his is mind done. To it. Yeah, yeah so he, Tony yeah, says. He, I asked he, him the other day. I said, "Your marriage next week, next year." He said, "Probably just engagement." I said, "Okay, because I believe." It, bro. <laughs> he told me that. He yeah. said that. He said Dude, that. Tony, if Tony, yes, dog, Tony don't play. All right, yeah. well, he plays, conference. but there's some things that he doesn't. He doesn't play with. Yeah, if there's okay. one thing to know about Tony, is Tony don't play that. He don't play with his heart. He, he does he not put his mind to it. He puts his mind to it. He goes for it. So wait a minute. He was always like, "Man, I put on, I put on my, oh, I put on my stories." I said, "Yeah, story. Instagram. Oh, that's a that's a big move for you, huh, Tony?" Like, okay, that's the kids. Right. The, the kid. Listen, he said that like an IG model with her benefactor on her yacht. I actually I put her like, on my stores. I was like, "Where she at?" <laughs> He's like, "There she go, right there." I was like, "All right, all right." So, my, I'm, I'm happy for him, brother. I'm happy for him. Miss Mayonnaise sandwiches, love. That's all. I'm, I'm happy for him. <laughs> did y'all see the, the? Did y'all see it was on Instagram yesterday? The gentleman on the boat with the sister sitting next to him, and he was singing a song called "I Don't Give a Fuck." I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Did any of you happen to see that? Uh-uh. Because it was the first time that you see one of these IG models with actually the person whose boat it is on or whatever. Oh, right. So it's just funny to actually see. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Here, give me one second, real quick. I can throw this. I, <laughs> I want to see this. Like, so no. somebody fell in love with an IG model, and they finally told him they fell in love. Huh. Yeah, if somebody actually let me see if I go to okay, one second. Oh man, listen, you know what? As long as they uh, it's consensual and uh, they in love, man, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. You know, what kind of love? You got something I love. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, Jason. Uh, no, Jason. Uh, Ryan, you're not. Are you uh, cuddled up with somebody in the desert right now? Nope. No, I'm not. Oh, you gonna be love you. Ooh, we listen. I almost got Ken in trouble. In the house. This motherfucker here. I'm gonna talk about you though. I'm gonna talk about you. This motherfucker gonna be at my door like, man. Hey, people going to two little falling in love. I wasn't talking about you. Grace was there. My kids are there. She was wild hunnits. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I was speaking to this is gonna be Ryan. I said, well, where's Ryan at? Oh shit, there you go again. He okay, okay. On the love. Here we, 
This is it, Brian. Right you come back to Mexico? I mean, you come to Chicago uh, to, to the states? Nope. <laughs> Leave me in Tulum. <laughs> oh, oh boy, I'm trying to get it to let me. Oh, Won't let me hit the oh, audio. Oh, oh no! It play like with your food. It won't. Oh, I got I mean, just just look at that guy for a second there. Oh boy. I mean, she she is nice now. Hold on, now. She nice. Riley, what can I? Oh what shit! Can it will not let me hit the audio. So he's singing oh. this song. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. He knows the song by heart. The but, Big uh, Sean song. No, nah, it's not that one. It's something corny. Uh, but the Juno. But the thing is, you never really get to see the this lady with. This is who they're with when they're out on these excursions. Yeah. Right. You never get to see those with. You see the ladies. Yeah. So she was accompanying. She was accompanying him, not putting her out there saying anything bad with it. But she was hanging out on his boat, and he said, "You know, saying he don't give a fuck. He want to be in love with her." Okay, all right. He said he want to be in love with her. He just said he didn't give a fuck. As someone recently back on the dating apps within the last week to ten days, I can tell you, with summertime in Chicago, you would not believe the number of profiles that say "just looking for someone's boat." Yeah, who's got a party deck for me to be on? Hey, man, and let, me, let me tell you something. In my or retirement. Play pen or whatever they refer to that area that's pool. out there. Yeah. I, I'm putting it like this. Like, listen, I'm a happily married man, but I got to say, man, I'm looking to buy a boat. I, me too. I want to buy a boat. And, and guess who's going to be on that boat? I came real close. I came real close. Let me put my glasses. I came glass really off. close to being on a boat this summer. Finally. Hey, if that's just, I can't. Listen, first of all, first of all, how dare you not have a boat? And just just have eye candy because it's like it's like not having railing on your boat. You got to have railing on the boat, right? right. <laughs> the baddies come. The yeah. baddies come. That doesn't mean I'm doing something. I mean, no, I that's look a good dri- point. That's a good point. I don't look just driving the boat. It's just just no. me on the boat again. I gotta have some baddies on the boat again. Sometimes I mean, you got friends and family out there. Sometimes there's that weird got- old guy just driving by his boat. Wait a minute, hold on. I'll never Mason. be weird and old. No, I may, no. I may be old, be, but I won't be weird. He's gonna hold it down when he is old. Me and and, and it's gonna take a decade longer than everybody else for Ken to be old. Facts. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah, I will me defend you against me and Chanel were in Menards. <laughs> Young man me out there in the desert. Well, me and Chanel was in Menards, right? <laughs> me and Chanel was in Menards, and she walked off. This was, a, I think, it was the same day too. Same day. I'm walking. She's she in front of me. Menards. No, 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 She walking in front of me, right? A dude turns around and check out my old lady up and down, like, basically trying to make I love to the backside. I said, well, goddamn. I, said, I didn't say anything. I said, well, I'm going to let you live for a little bit. I mean, but, you turn, he, but he, he turned around and looked at me like, hmm. I think, well, okay. All right, that's interesting. Okay. And then, oh, and then she walks off and she, I come around the corner. A guy's talking to her. And he's like, he's like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Which one of these would go good? And I walk over there, I'm like, what's going on over here? You know, I'm not a jealous type about no by no mm-hmm. means, right? I walked over and he was like, Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what's good, what good, good. You know what I'm saying? My wife just bought me a boat for my 50th birthday, and he's asking Chanel, like, which fan would be good, you know what I'm saying, to put like the clip on this, I guess for like, you know, a little air on the boat, whatever, like that. And I was like, damn man, you just I'm trying to get you on the boat. You want to come on my boat and hang it for me, too? (laughs) I will say. Try to get my old lady on the boat. So after that, I was like, I think I need a boat. So I've been on a a hunt 
to try to buy me a boat. So I was like, Chanel, I want to buy a boat. And she was like, why don't you just rent one? I'm like, no, I want a boat. My mama got a vacant lot next to her. They didn't fence in the stove. They got their land. So I'm like, I can put the boat in my mama vacant lot next to her house. I want a boat. I'm going to buy me a boat. I don't know yeah, when. I got a truck, too. I got a truck already. I bought me a truck. I oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, I got a, me, me, uh, we got a, we got a SUV. He is living the full-on retired man life already. You see this shirt? It's beautiful. I got a cigar. That's what I'm saying. I was going to say that before you were talking about buying the truck and buying the boat before we got off of this joint. And here you are talking about buying a boat and a truck like a full-on retired gentleman. I want a boat. I, I'm Listen, man, that's, that's a goal for mine. I'm going to get a boat in the next five years. I'm going to get a boat. All right. Oh, well, then I'll finally make it out there. We'll have some fly honeys on this boat. <laughs> hey, man, don't put it out there like that. Jason, what the hell, man? What? You? Well, wait, that was Ken who said he didn't have to we be speaking, doing anything. We speak in code. We speak in code. <laughs> you said, code. what did you say, Ken? You said the thing. You said the thing. I said, ba- I said baddies. You, that could be bat, bat, bat multiple right. bats for all right. we know. Like, batty, batty, batty. Bullshit. I mean, I just... I you say know. bullshit, Ken. You gotta be, you gotta be the vernacular. Also, also, I will say this: I'm talking about see people hitting on your ladies. My birthday, walked out of Virtue, opened the car door, closed the car door. There were two, three younger guys, like teens or early twenties. Like one, like dangling off of like the bike rack hut arc, and the other ones just kind of leaned around, yeah. and they're like, "Woo!" We were like a queen, and I was just like, and she got so embarrassed, but I was just so happy. It was just hilarious. Hey, man, listen, ain't nothing like because I got in my beer car and I drove away. And I don't know, Ken. Let me, let me, Ken. Let me know. Is, is it anything like seeing somebody, you know, what I'm saying, checking out your old lady with you? You know, what I'm saying they don't know you with her, oh. but they're like, all right, all right, all right. It's like, I mean, okay, all right. Check that. Everyone wants to still know they got some good. I'm not a, I'm not, well, I'll say this. I'm not a jealous type because I've not been given reasons to be the jealous type. Probably right. now, if I was given a reason to be a jealous type, perhaps, to it would, <laughs> perhaps it would, no, but first of all, I'm, I'm, I'm again, I've never put my hands on, I've never put my hands on a woman. I'm going to start off no, with the I person I have. Woman. I mean, no, I didn't need a woman. No, 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 I'm about to say, I'm, I'm always going to start off with the person I have an agreement with. Yeah, I'm not going to start off with the person that they're dealing with because I don't have an agreement with that person. So that's where I, anybody that your first reaction is to take it to someone else instead of the person you have an agreement with. You have an issue. You know what I'm saying? That's the person who disrespected you, the person you have a group. Like, I'm not, I mean, unless this dude is like up in my house, then that's the thing now. <laughs> he's crossed the line. He's crossed right. the line. Right. That, right. You know, they, now he's disrespected me. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I'm always going to go like someone fussing, someone arguing with the person that is going out with whoever you are supposed to be with or married to or whatever. That's yeah. crazy. You got to take it to who you, y'all said you were going to be, you're going to do this. You take it yeah. to that person. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people, man, they, they, they lose their mind. I, again, I've been in some hairy situations that I didn't know I put myself in these situations. <laughs> I could have been, I could have been murdered. Yeah. You know I what I'm saying? You were I, you're not single. Very yeah, much I, when I when I was dealing with <laughs> you before, crazy crazy baby daddy didn't know where you lived, but now you started bringing crazy baby daddy to to this place. So now he's outside and I'm in the driveway. Why did I park in it? Some told me when I pulled up, I was like, dude, don't park in the driveway. And I parked in the driveway. But anyway, enough of this. We always appreciate it. Go ahead, Jason. Go ahead, Jason. I was gonna say though, I, I to D's point, I am of an age where no matter what, whether they're not jealous or not. 
it's a the highest compliment for you to be scoping out the woman that's in a committed relationship with me. Like I'm just oh. all about that. Like just fine. <laughs> like you trust you, levels. You, trust you, levels you're some, the roof. You're some cockhole shit, ain't you? No, no, <laughs> oh, absolutely not. Oh absolutely not. God. Absolutely not. Oh you my can, god. Like, oh my god. It's a it's a it's a you can look but you can't what a bomb. touch. You need to oh look but you can't it's a showroom <laughs> type of situation. Wait a minute, that's a, that's another Davis moment. That's another Davis yeah. moment right there. Yeah. Doing one. <laughs> would you like would you like to come over? Would you like to come Listen, over? Listen, the weirdest of weird the weirdest of weird Pino. All right. On that note. <laughs> We, we look for forward. the record. Wait for the record. I will. I will cook, but I will not let you cook. <laughs> you want to have bring me over for your lady? Just to the audience that we have. Don't expect to be getting with anybody that I'm with. All right, we got you. We got you. All right. And on that. On that note. Uh, look, we look forward to D joining us again. <laughs> yeah, we look forward to D joining us again in a few weeks after the locks versus Dipset on versus. Uh, when is always it? Yeah, when is it? The third, the third, I believe, of August. Third, third of August. August. Oh, yeah, all right, all right. Yeah, third of August. So D will be back after that. After that yeah. takes place, uh, we'll be back probably in two weeks. I believe Cal may be on the show with us. Maybe we'll get Sid. If this is not the, the Sox game, but for Jason, for Ryan, for D and myself, I always appreciate it. Matter of fact, we're gonna go old school with the D. Go ahead, take us out. Uh, oh, uh, keep your hands to yourself. The flip. <laughs>